Thanks for listening to this OCRFM podcast. Head to ocrfm.org.au to find more great content and information about how to donate and support this community radio station. Lollipop, lollipop, ooh, lolly, lolly, lolly. <laughs> Afternoon delight and welcome to the show that is sugary spiciness and everything niceness on OCRFM, which is 98.3 across Colican District, 88.7 across the coast and streaming online at ocrfm.org.au. How's it going, Mr. Max? Yeah, good. Yeah, good. <laughs> what have you been up to this week? Uh, we had the speedway last night. Mm-hmm. How'd that all go? Good. Yeah, yeah. Um, a lot shorter than every other night. Yeah. It wasn't a rainy night last night, was it? I can't. It all the days are blending into each other. I can't believe how much rain we've had in the last week, considering yeah. it's meant to be summer. Crazy. Did you get <laughs> caught in any downpours this week? Ah, uh, yeah. Yep. Um, on camp. Ah, where'd you head for camp? Uh, Kangaroo in Princetown. Yep. Oh, at uh, mud and slush. Ah, <laughs> 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 oh, not during a hike or anything like that? Yeah. Really? Last of it. Yeah. Oh, wow. So uh, wet and gluggy then. Uh-huh. <laughs> but still a good experience? Yeah. Uh, nothing like getting caught in the rain while you're walking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so good camp then? Highlights? Um, we got to ride in the back of a trailer. Yep. Yeah. That's we got to touch an electric fence. <laughs> <laughs> How many people were touching you when you touched the electric fence? Uh, I don't know. Did, did they do the... We're the, all holding hands and I was going to say, did they do yeah. the chain thing? <laughs> Wait for one person to grab it? Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's funny. Awesome. Well, we best get this show underway then, eh? Hey? Uh, uh-huh. We've got uh, one thing left in the unbox, is that correct? Yep. Let's find out what it is. Radio. So our Yum Box this month has been all about uh, celebrations from around the world. No specific country. Uh, one little item left. What is it? It is crumbly nutty pie straight from the Swiss Alps. Aha. Uh-huh. So Switzerland. Very good, very good. An Alpine nut cake. So are you ready for a nutty holiday tale then, Max? In 1191, Duke Berchtold of Switzerland set out on a hunting trip, vowing to name a new city after the first animal that he encountered. Do you want to take a guess at what the animal was that uh, he found, named the city Kappa? We've uh, we've touched on this before, actually. If you think about another Swiss chocolate treat that we've talked about, it's um, very triangular. Do you think of triangular chocolate? Um, what's it called? Um, 
and the name of the city that he, he named, there's a little hidden meaning in its um, logo in the name of this chocolate block. I can't remember. Toblerone? Yeah. <laughs> so in the Toblerone, do you remember what's hiding in the Toblerone logo? There's a mountain and there's a, a shadowy animal hiding in that mountain logo. If I told you that the name of the city was Burn, do you remember what the animal is? Swiss for bear. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, yeah, the city ended up being um, the capital, Bern. That's the, the place that he uh, named it after that bear. So fast forward 900 years, the Swiss folks celebrate the city's founding every January by eating nuts. No one's quite sure how the tradition started, but this particular tradition has a pie to go along with it. Uh, the pie is filled with sweet, caramelised walnuts and hazelnuts. So uh, not all that good for uh, anyone who might be anaphylactic. But uh, when they talk in pie, it's a little kind of filled biscuit. Mm-hmm. And very crumbly by the look of it. Do you want to describe what you got there? Uh, is like a um, little um, bun type thing. Yeah, kind of minced tart almost. And... Uh, Kind of thick but crumbly pastry on the outside, mm-hmm. and then the inside's looking very gross, but uh, <laughs> probably just <laughs> probably um, quite tasty. So it's yeah, ca- definitely caramelised. It's got that caramel hue to it, uh, almost crystallised actually. And you can see the big chunks of nut. Having a bit of a nibble there. Let me know what you're thinking. Good, bad, ugly. That's good. Not too bad. Mm-hmm. It's actually softened the nut. Like, it's not a crunchy um, consistency. Very melt in your mouth, actually. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, kind of a short, breadish outside crust, I guess is the best description. Yeah. But that inside, even though it's um, lots of pieces of nuts, they're obviously soaked in something to get them soft and chewy as opposed to hard and crunchy. Thumbs up, thumbs down. What are you giving Alpine Nutcake? I'm going to do two thumbs up. Two thumbs up? Mm-hmm. Good stuff. Well, that uh, finishes off the yum box for the world of festive fun. We've been pretty much all over the uh, the globe in various forms. Lots of um, European countries and celebrations. I think there's still some trivia. Is there? There could be. Oh, yes, there is. Am I quizzing you or are you quizzing me? I'll quiz you. Righto. <laughs> yeah, we've only done uh, four out of the five questions there. Okay, let's find out what else around the world is uh, quizzical. Um, the city of Nantes, France, puts on a Christmas show where visitors can ride a... A, mechanical elephant. B, horse drawn carriage. Horse drawn carriage. C, Ferris wheel. D, purple bull. Ooh, okay, the last one threw me. Okay, so mechanical elephant, horse drawn carriage, Ferris wheel, or purple bull. Uh, purple bull seems very odd and unique. Where was he in France? Yep. 
Uh, oh, it's, it seems very elaborate. I'll say horse-drawn carriage. No. Dang. <laughs> it was a mechanical elephant. It was a mechanical elephant. I would not have... Well, I guess there's no elephants in France, so it'd have to be a mechanical one. Mm. Why a mechanical elephant? Um, every December, an artist called... An artist group called the Machines of the Isle of Nantes put a show called No Ox Sniffs um, featuring ice sculptures, Christmas trees, string lights, and a bunch of mechanical animals, including a Huron's. A heron, spider, and squid. Bizarre. <laughs> there you go. Okay. Nil so far. <laughs> What's next? Which of the following is considered tabo- taboo, taboo yep. during the Taiwanese New Year? A. Sharing a meal with strangers... B. Cleaning the house in the first two days days of the year. C. Wearing new clothes. D. Having too much leftover food. Ooh. <clears throat> so you think mm, new clothes, new beginning perhaps would be a, a good thing. Um, not being able to clean the house for two days. Not cleaning the house in the first two days. Yeah, yeah, so they wouldn't be able to. Uh, That doesn't seem like, you know, brushing away bad spirits or anything like that. Uh, I'll go A for something different. No. Ah. It was cleaning the house in the first two days of the year. I was... That I should have gone with... Yep. (laughs) So what's the idea behind that? Um... After the Lunar New Year in Taiwan, it's believed the house is blessed with good fortune. Mm-hmm. So throwing anything away, even trash or dust, ah. could be disposing all of the good all luck. Your luck. There you go. Here I was thinking that my messy house was uh, through my own fault, but actually I'm just collecting good luck. <laughs> <laughs> Um, in Cologne, Germany, used Christmas trees are donated to A, a church, B, an orphanage, C, the local zoo, D, neighbours. I'll say the zoo because maybe then they could be eaten by the animals because I can't think of any other reason that you'd keep because you wouldn't give it to an orphanage after Christmas surely yeah. what's the go you're right yes <laughs> that time I got some good luck you would give it to the local zoo and is that so that the animals can eat it or is it for bedding or mm-hmm. does it give us that uh, lowdown on why you the resident llamas happily much on the branches. Yeah, so that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. I get that. On December 22nd, 
everyone in Spain sits in front of the TV and waits for A, a soccer match, B, an announcement that the holidays have officially begun, C, the nation's favourite television show, D, a lottery draw. Well, C, you'd think that start of the year it might be something exciting like a lottery draw. They all want to uh, start the year with lots and lots of cash. Um, I can't think what their favourite... Or maybe it's their favourite TV show kind of has a bit of a break over the holiday period and then comes back early in the year. Or maybe it is the announcement... I'll say the announcement that the holidays have started. No. No? Dang. Uh, lottery It is the lottery draw. Ah. So what lottery... Is that like the, the biggest one of the year or something? Uh... As part of a tradition dating back to 1812, um, they buy lottery tickets for a chance to win during a Christmas draw. Mm-hmm. Mm. There you go. Well, that does officially finish off our yum box then. With all those fun facts, we will take a quick break and we'll be back to take a look at this week's topic. So, uh, stay tuned. <laughs> It's time for us to have a look at this week's t- uh, topic, which is Haribo. Mm-hmm. Now, it sounds, uh, when I say it like that, to be kind of Mexican, but it's actually a German uh, or- origin. And they were founded by Hans Regal Sr. Um, the name Haribo is an acronym, actually, from his first name. It's the first two letters of Hans, Regal, and Bonn. You'll find out why in a moment. Uh, On December 13th, 1920, the company was registered in the Commercial Register by its founder, Johann Regal. In 1921, his wife, Gertrude, was the company's first employee. (laughs) According to the company, Regal's seed capital was a sack of sugar, a copper pot, a marble slate, a stool, a stonewalled stove, and a roller. And that was how he started his business. The same year, he bought a house that was located in the Bonn district on a street called Bergstraub. The house was Haribo's first production facility. Two years after its foundation, Hans Regal invented the precursor of the Gold Bear, which is its most um, famous of the products, called uh, the Tansbar, which was roughly translated as Dancing Bear. However... It's not only bigger than the present gummy bears, but also softer due to the use of a gum arabic, which is replaced these days by gelatin instead. So the gummy bears that you get from Haribo now, quite chewy because of the gelatin. Mm -hmm. Um, Since those early days, Haribo expanded its operations, taking in many local confectionery manufacturers from all over the world began international expansion in the 1960s, entering into the American markets by the 80s, and as of 2013, it produces over 100 million gummy bears per day in 16 factories. So that's, yeah, all over the shop. Pretty amazing. The gold bears are kind of the crowning glory. They are fruit gums in the... 
shape of a bear that are two centimetres in size consisting of sugar, sugar syrup, colourants and flavourings. There's other things in there as well that give them a very rubbery consistency. But uh, since 1960, they've called them gold bears in order to distinguish them from other gummy bear products. Um, They are the largest revenue share, as uh, I said earlier, 100 million gold bears daily. And the brand awareness in Germany is 99%, so much that uh, you say gold bear, it means happy in German. (laughs) That's that's the sort of branding you want your product to, uh, to have. For the German market, they're coloured with natural fruit ag- extracts. Um, around the world, there's other additional or artificial flavours that are used. Um, although there are enough possibilities to create a shade of blue, making the production of blue gold bears um, is a trade secret. They won't tell the world how they do it. Because technically, there's no natural blue colour for any food. If I say, think of a blue food... You're going to say... Uh, nothing. Nothing. There isn't one. Yeah. Um, they added to their range uh, back in 2007 with a new flavour, apple, giving it the green colour. The strawberry, which used to be green, was recoloured to a light red. And the shape of the gold bears was slightly changed from their former generations, giving them more of a smiley face than previously. Because dancing bears were actually a thing back in the uh, the Dark Ages. They used to um, get, like, trapped bears. And for entertainment, they would put them on um, various things like hot plates to make them dance, so, so to speak. Um, mm-hmm. Which is torturous and horrible. But um, they're still referred to as gold bears now to take away that dancing connotation um their slogan is haribo makes children happy and adults as well and i'm not going to try and pronounce the german haribo mark kinderfrau und erstvensi ebenso because i just can't say it properly um but uh that's the rough translation um, doesn't matter around the world, like in Hungary, uh, it's children and adult is happy, sweet life, Haribo. There's something about translating from <laughs> German into English that just makes it fun. In Denmark, their slogan is open for something great, open for Haribo. It is great. Mm-hmm. But uh, here in Australia, we don't really have many um, slogans. They've got kids and grown-ups love it so, or... Um, the original since 1922. Now, fun fact about Haribo is that there's lots of, I'll say, online complaints about their sugar-free variety. Now, it could almost be a, well, you bought this on yourself sort of thing, but um, lots of people online, after eating the sugar-free variety have complained of upset stomachs because it kind of gives a laxative effect, shall we say. People get a bit of a pain in the gut and then they have to sit on the toilet for quite a long time. Um, And it's got to do with what's in the sugar-free variety because whenever you have a sugar-free variety of anything, there's still going to be some form of pretend sugar taste. They'll put something else in it so that it doesn't taste as bitter. 
So with any lolly product or any food, you've got to eat within moderation. And when I read through all these complaints online from people who are bagging out sugar-free versions of Haribo, they've often said, I ate a bag of them, I got a pain in the gut, now I can't stop going to the toilet. Well, if you've eaten an entire bag of gummy bears, yeah. that's not going to be good for you at the I best of time. Yeah. <clears throat> um, so, for example, uh, one Amazon reviewer wrote, it's been 15 agonising hours since the first gummy bear entered my body, and I'm typing this on the toilet. <laughs> and there's um, lots of very creative... They all have the same message, but um, uh, <laughs> a lot of people describe them as chemical weapon-grade gummy bears. Um, customers who also bought this bought Pepto-Bismol, four-pack of baby wipes, stomach pump, and an air freshener. <laughs> so it's the sugar alcohol, which is found naturally in certain fruits and vegetables, but they're often added to the processed versions of foods as a sugar-free artificial sweetener. So while at two calories per gram, they contain fewer calories than sugar, they're still more calorie heavy than an artificial sweetener, which is completely calorie free. Because they don't affect the blood sugar levels, you'll often find them included in things that are marketed to people with diabetes. Um, They can be found in all types of lollies, frozen foods, desserts, chewing gum, toothpaste, chocolate, the lot. But sugar alcohols don't work in the case of gummy bears for some reason. In the case of these sugarless gummy bears, the sugar alcohol is called melatol, and uh, it's found in one of the ingredients called lycosin. So according to the Journal of Academy of Nutrition and uh, Dietetics, when you are eating a bag of Haribo gummy bears, you're taking in more than 30 grams of sugar alcohol. So that is why people's stomachs are filling up with gas, churning up their guts, making them um, develop almost irritable bowel syndrome, to be honest. So there's a a handy list of um, things to look out for on packaging if you don't want to upset your stomach. A lot of tolls. Sorbitol, xylitol, lactitol, mannitol, erythritol and isomalt, just to mess with my toll theory. So be wary of any foods that are labelled as sugar-free. Investigate what ingredients are used to sweeten them and while you will find um, sugar-free alcohols in baked goods, you can also find them in low-carb sports bars, mouthwash, toothpaste, vitamins and some medication. So it's just be careful, eat in moderation and it should be okay. But, um, yeah, we'll, we'll pop the, the list of um, uh, what to look out for when you're eating your sugar-free, just in case you're eating along with us listening in today to Afternoon Delight, which is what we're going to be doing kind of after the break. So stick around for more Haribo fun and games. And if you've had any unfortunate or uh, if you've got some good things to say about Haribo as well, you can text in to the Afternoon Delight text line. 0439-329-713 or jump on the Afternoon Delight Facebook page. 
Ladies and gentlemen, strap yourselves in for this week's great confectionery debate as we pit two similar lollies against each other to decide an overall champion. It is time on Afternoon Delight for us to go head to head with a couple of Haribo bears. So we've got the uh, original gold bears, even though they come in rainbow flavours, but uh, the packaging for the Haribo bears is gold, as you notice there, Maximus. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, 100 years of Haribo this year. Well, last year. Mm -hmm. 1920 to 1918, no, whatever we are, 2021. Um, but yeah, they're celebrating their uh, 100th anniversary, just as we enter our 30th year at ACR. So late December 2000, uh, 1920, and 1921 was the first employee. Uh, so now we're in 2021, 100 years later. And uh, what do you think of your Haribo gold bears? They're squishy. Squishy. Bit firm. Mm-hmm. Bit chewy. Can you predict what flavours they are from the colours? Uh, strawberry, one. apple. And the red one, yeah. Lemon. Uh, yeah, there's a lemon one, yep. Uh, yeah, now there's a clear see-through-ish sort of one. Max has given it the sniff <laughs> test. <laughs> I don't know that. Pop, pop that one in your mouth, see if you can work it out. Because, again, they're going for kind of natural fruit flavours. All based from fruit juice concentrate. Are you working out? Don't know. Is it a strong flavour or a no. bittersweet? That one's pineapple. Mm. So there's a difference. There's two different colours of red gold bears. The lighter one is the strawberry, as we said before. The darker one is a raspberry. So I think I've only got raspberries. You've only got raspberries there. So there's pineapple, lemon, raspberry, apple, orange, and strawberry. Uh, have a bit of a munch on those. So the pineapple, you weren't really getting much of a flavour. Mm-mm. Yeah. What about the um, any of the other flavours? Do they stand out as being kind of juicy or uh, flavourful? The apple, I can almost tell. Almost tell it's apple. Occasionally they do uh, special editions. In the FIFA World Cup for 2014, um, they made a mixed gummy bear uh, pack with dark red cherry, red grapefruit, green watermelon, dark green woodruff, whatever the heck that is, and uh, orange apricot. I can tell it's raspberry. Yep. So they're the dark red ones. Yeah, and the rest I can't really tell. Can't really tell, yeah. So, uh, yeah, they all come from a fruit juice concentrate with um, some of the other colours coming from things like apple, elderberry, orange, blackcurrant, kiwi, lemon and mango. There you go. But we're going to be pitting them head-to-head with the sweet and sour bears. Now, we've had... um, sweet and sour things on this show before in the form of those horrible little children uh, <laughs> creations. Mm-hmm. Um, and I can't even think of their name off the top of my head. Um, the sweet and sour... What are they called? Um, 
that spiky hair that they kind of look a bit like the Simpsons. And for the life of me, it's just gone out of my head. Sour Patch Kids. Sour Patch Kids. Hey, I knew it had sour in its name. So they have similar sort of things where it's two gummies conjoined. So there's an orange and apple, a lemon and cherry, a currant and a blueberry are the mix for this one. So you should technically be able to get a sweet on one side, sour on the other. Let me know what you think. Whoop, there we go. <laughs> Ponk them all out there. And they're holding hands. They're holding hands. So they look, you know, sweet and innocent, but one side should be sour, the other should be sweet. And they've got, like, little faces too. Yeah, they're pretty well detailed. As we were saying before, they mm. had a bit of an upgrade, but uh, for, for gummy bears, they are, yeah, as you say, detailed. They've got even little belly buttons and stuff like that for fine details. Mm-hmm. So, what are you going with first there? Uh, the iconic the blue. red and blue. So this should be uh, currant and blueberry. Which ones? Which one do you think is sweet? Which one do you think is sour? I think the currant is going to be the sour one. Okay, give it a shot. Yeah. <laughs> He's pulling them apart, <laughs> playing it safe. They don't really... Um, uh, they're not too dangerous together. But again, small quantities. <laughs> We're not going to eat the entire packet in one sitting because that will produce a laxative effect. Same deal with chewing gums. You often find that warning on packets of things like extra sugar-free gum because, yeah, if you eat too much in one sitting, you'll be sitting for much longer. <laughs> Max is pulling apart and pairing up now. How'd you go? Were you right? Yep. Sweet, sour... Comparing to the original Gold Bears, what's your verdict? Which is better? Um, I think these ones. The Sweet and Sour Bears? Uh-huh. There we go. Well, we'll stick that up on the uh, Afternoon Delight Facebook page if you want to uh, join the conversation. You can vote by heading to Afternoon Delight, the OCRFM Lolly Show on Facebook, or uh, feel free to send a text, 0439 329 713. We'll be back after this with our sweetest tune. Tis time and afternoon delight for our sweetest tune. And can you believe it? There is a song about the uh, topic we're talking about today that comes from Germany. Oh. Yeah. So just as the Haribo gold bears are uh, famous in Germany, this horrible little character <laughs> uh, that was created to kind of chime in on the success of gummy bears from around the world is the Gummy Bear, a German international multilingual character and virtual band based in Berlin that performed a number of gummy bear-related songs, such as I Am Your Gummy Bear, and Lala Love to Dance. The Gummy Bear song had over 2 billion views on YouTube, um, and it is taken from the Haribo branding of Gummy Bears. That was uh, the idea behind the character. It's a stylized green, blue-eyed, obese, gelatinous bear character that is usually naked except for some orange Y-front undies, and he also wears sneakers as well when he's dancing. Um... 
seems to be, have a small bite taken from his um, top left ear. Mm-hmm. And uh, he only has two small teeth on his lower jaw. Other than that, he is all gummy bear. Kind of a baby gummy bear almost. Uh, the popularity as a phenomenon is very similar to the crazy frog that uh, came through. You're probably a bit too young to have lived through the crazy frog hype. Um, repetition of lyrics, catchy melodies. Variants of this character's music have been released in languages all over the world. Um, lots and lots of tie-in merchandise, such as uh, show bags, videos, DVDs, ringtones, video games, all based on the gummy bear. So without further ado, this is The Gummy Bear with I'm Your Funny Bear, our sweetest tune. Oh, I'm a gummy bear. Yes, I'm a gummy bear. Oh, I'm a yummy, tummy, funny, lucky gummy. It has the uh, electronic kind of oompa sound of a uh, German oompa band. But that there is The Gummy Bear with I'm Your Funny Bear. Max, you've been busy during that... uh, Tune creating a gigantic <laughs> conga line of gummy bears. Uh-huh. Do you want to describe what you've done? Uh, I'd get the gummy bears and rip off their arms mm-hmm. and then stick another one to the other end of the arm. An absolute Frankenstein's monster. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Reminiscent of a certain centipede. But uh, that there, the gummy bear... Um, oh, it's... Terrifying how many different songs the Gummy Bear released. <laughs> because it's not just like that's probably the only original on the album. Uh, a lot of the other ones, similar to the Chipmunks, releasing all the novelty style songs. So, um, Itsy Bitsy Teeny Weeny Yellow Polka Dot Bikini, La La I Love You, Bubble Up, Gummy Twist, Monster Mash, Christmas Town, Lullaby. Woof, there it is. Wiggle, wiggle, Ghostbusters. Cotton Eye Joe, the Chicken Dance, Scatman, uh, the Turkey Dance, Jingle Bells, they're all in there. And sadly, well, I won't say sadly, but uh, strangely, still releasing albums to this day. Mm-hmm. There was an album released last year, the Gummy Bear Album 2000, and uh, just recently released this year, Peekaboo. So, Gummy Bear, still going strong (laughs) after all these years. Gosh, that's nearly not over a decade. 2007 was the first Gummy Bear song. Oh, that is (laughs) horrifying to know that something has had that much of a lasting appeal for a novelty act. Um... Now, we've been focusing mainly on the Haribo Gold Bears and Gummy Bears, which are what Haribo are best known for, but they do have so many other products to their name under the Gummy brand. Um, They have Happy Cherries and Cola, uh, Pico Baller, which are like little fruit soccer balls, uh, Troppy Fruit Star Mix. Then they've got some Haribo Worms as well, reminiscent of the... Uh, sour worms, mega roulette, a little gummy. Um, they look like little bonbons. So uh, yeah, lots of different Haribo um, products to their name. 
the other one we're just going to take a quick taste test of before the break is the um, the Bella sticks. So these look like little kind of yogurt stick things mm-hmm. uh, with a licorice outside and then a filling on the inside. We'll have a look at those there. So these are strawberry flavoured ones. And let me know what you think of the Bella sticks. Kind of sounding like Bellatrix the Strange from Harry Potter. <laughs> but uh, there we go. Mm-hmm. What are you thinking? That looks different. <laughs> <laughs> it does. So, yeah, that gummy outside, like a long, thin tube. About, what, 10 centimetres long? Max happens to have his uh, magic measuring stick there. But that inside is like a fondant. It's like 11 and a half centimetres. Oh, it was close. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm not sure if the fondant is strawberry flavoured or if it's just the outer layer. But nibbling on that, it's certainly very, very sickly sweet. Mm -hmm. The outer one... I think is the major strawberry flavour. Mm-hmm. Hmm, 25 gram serving size. It's apparently five serves per bag. Hmm, it's kind of got a, a smooth, creamy aftertaste. Mm-hmm. What are you thinking of the strawberry sticks? That's good. Hmm. On that note. We'll take a quick break. We'll be back uh, to wrap up the show by unwrapping our Kinder Surprise, so don't go anywhere. It is time for us to wrap up the show by unwrapping this week's Kinder Surprise. Max is peeling back the uh, foil wrapper there. What have we got inside? The foil is harder to get off for some reason. Could be the cold weather outside. Perhaps, Mm. maybe. (laughs) Okay, so poured out. There's a heap of little plasticky bits there. Looks like a motorbike, maybe. Mm Mm-hmm. And you got a purple thing there? What's that? It's like a wing. Ah, underneath. okay. Kind of Batmobile style. So Max is attaching the wings to the base of the bike. Oh, it looks like a dragon racer now. Yeah. Kind of the handlebars are a dragon's head. <laughs> Does it help keep it balanced? Or? Oh, yeah, that's pretty cool. Well, there you go. That is the end of our Haribo edition of Afternoon Delight today. Thanks again for tuning in. Hope you've enjoyed the show. And as always, if you've got suggestions for future episodes you'd like us to feature, you can email lolly at ocrfm.org.au or hit up the Afternoon Delight Facebook page. That's it from us. Catch you next week. Bye-bye. See ya. Gonna grab some Afternoon Delight. My motto's always been when it's right, it's right Why wait until the middle of a cold, dark night When everything
things a little clearer in the light of day. And you know the night is always gonna be there anyway. Thinking of you's working up my appetite. Looking forward to a little afternoon delight. Rubbing sticks and stones together makes the sparks ignite. And the thought of loving you is getting so exciting. Skyrockets in flight. Afternoon.